Welcome to Beautiful Banter, the podcast where we discuss mental health, mental illness, and mental health recovery. I am your host, Andrean Kennedy. Remember, you can live your best life despite a diagnosis. Hi there, I'm back today with another episode. I want to talk about accepting your illness. So, as I mentioned in previous episodes, um, accepting my illness um, was really hard for me. I was in denial for several years, but eventually I got to the point where I got tired of being in denial and not feeling like I was living to my potential because I was in denial and not being accepting of, you know, the hand that was dealt to me, which was, you know, living with bipolar disorder and living with anxiety. So um, there were a couple things that I wanted to touch on, you know, in terms of accepting my illness and how I decided to move on from being in denial and these are the things that kind of really pushed me over the hump to getting to the place where I can now say you know I'm stable and I'm in recovery so that's what I want to discuss with you today So the first thing um, that got me to the place of accepting my illness was I got tired of feeling sorry for myself. There was a point in time where I kind of was in that, you know, why is this happening to me? You know, imagining myself as the person, you know, that would be locked in a you know, in a room in a straight jacket, it was all very dramatic and, um, not realizing that that did not have to be my fate and basically that I have control over the situation. Um, and so I kind of got tired of playing that, replaying that narrative to myself, which just made me seem Like I was doomed and I was destined for a horrible existence. So that really was one of the things that made me say, okay, you know, it's really time to stop this and stop feeling sorry for myself. Um, I had to accept that I was, you know, I was given this illness And there was nothing that I could do about it. Well, there was something that I could do about it. What I could do about it was accept it, learn as much as I could, and control it and manage it in the best way that I knew how. So that was, excuse me, that was exactly what I was going to do. I was going to take control over my situation and not let the situation take control over me and at that time I had done research and I had found stories online about people who were in similar situations who had similar illnesses who were doing well 
who were, you know, surviving, who were thriving despite their diagnoses. And so it made me hopeful. And I think that was the thing that was missing, you know, from previous years, there was a lack of hope. So that kind of really put me in a bad position in terms of accepting my illness and in terms of being in denial, there was a lack of hope. But when I realized that there was hope and I started seeing other people who were like me, who faced similar situations as me, it made things better. And it also made me feel like there was hope. I got over the whole woe is me thing when I realized that there were treatment options available that would allow me to live a life that I could enjoy. Um, having access to health care um, was a big part in in the whole process, you know, had I not been able, had I not had access to healthcare, I think I would have, you know, probably been destined to a different fate, but I was blessed, you know, in that I had access to decent healthcare and I was able to see doctors who were able to prescribe medications for me. And also I was able to see therapists who were able to treat me on a semi-regular basis. Um, When I started to take my mental health seriously, I was going to see a therapist once a week. I mean, that's how all over the place I was. I was completely unhinged. I was completely just, I was just a mess. And I needed to be, I needed to be counseled once a week. Eventually, you know, that got better. But um, when I first started, when I first decided to get my mental health under control, I had to go to therapy once a week to make sense of everything because it wasn't just, you know, the mental, the symptoms of the mental illnesses. It was, you know, things from the past and how they interacted with my mental, my, my symptoms from the mental illness. So there was a lot going on. And um, that's why I'm such a big therapy advocate. I think everybody should go and see, seek therapy. You know, whether you go just as a maintenance, just for maintenance, just for mental maintenance. And then there are some people, you know, like myself, who may need to go on a more long-term basis, but I definitely do recommend therapy. I am the biggest therapy advocate, and I think everybody should go to therapy at least one time in their life. So... One of the final things that I wanted to touch on in terms of me accepting my illness was the fact that I needed to treat myself. I needed to get treatment in order to move forward. Um, 
I thought for a long time that I had it, that I was in control, that I, it was okay, that I didn't need medication, I didn't need a therapist, I didn't need anything, that I just had it. And that was not true. Again, I fell victim to, you know, society's lack of information and ignorance about mental illness because when you think about it, mental illness really is an illness of the brain. And the brain does lack certain chemicals in these mental illnesses. And that's what the medication is for. It gives the brain, it gives the brain chemicals that they are lacking on their own. So once I decide, once I realized that things started getting easier for me all around but it was the the initial acceptance of the fact that I needed to treat myself. Um, things had been downhill. Well, not downhill. Things had been, you know, a roller coaster. Had been a roller coaster ride for so long that, you know, accepting, admitting the fact that I needed medication to me would feel like a personal failure. But then I had to, I had to say to myself, no, admitting that I need medication is just admitting that I need medication and that this is going to help me. And, you know, when a person, you know, has any other ailment, you know, if a person breaks their leg or if a person, you know, has any other physical ailment, they take the medication, they take the treatment that they need. But again, when we talk about mental health and we talk about mental illness, the stigma is so great that people are shamed when they take medication. People are put down when they take medication. It's really unfair, um, but it does happen. But for me, once I realized that it was there to help me, that's when things started to turn around and it has gotten so much better for me when I made that decision. So I think the takeaway for this episode in accepting my illness was that I had to accept my illness. I couldn't be in denial. I couldn't run away from it. I couldn't, you know, say I can, you know, treat myself. I had to accept it and understand what was going on before I could move forward, before I could accomplish some of the things that I wanted to accomplish because I was not, I was not well, I was not a hundred percent well, I wasn't right. So that is, that's really the main takeaway. Once I got better, once I was well, I was able to, to, you know, uncover so many different things about myself. But the initial step was the acceptance, the acceptance of the illness. The next step would be to make the decision to take care of the illness. And that's going to be what I'm going to talk about in, you know, next week's podcast. I'm going to talk about the decision to get well and take care of my illness. 
but there is there is um there's like a pattern um that you go through you know at least for me in this whole mental health recovery journey um and acceptance is one part of the puzzle and then the decision is another part of the puzzle so i'm going to be talking about the decision that i had to make in order to get myself better and get to a place of stability so i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you found something useful I hope that maybe you can share this episode with someone who may find this useful. Um, But I'll be back again with another episode next week. And I'm going to be talking about the decision to get better, to get well. And in the meantime, take care and I'll talk to you again. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Beautiful Banter. I will see you again next week. For more on my mental health recovery journey, please visit my blog, Beautiful Brain Collective. You can visit the website at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Beautiful Brain Collective. Take care until next time.